spectacular play turned in by Bellinger. A remarkable catch by All Mookie Betts. for Taylor who makes diving catch. And I even need to help. You got this right here. Put the work in. Put the work in. Five all the left. And deep. And the This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Your pregame look at the L.A. Dodgers as we take you to first pitch. Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck is presented by Chevrolet. By New Roads. UCLA Health. Keeping you on top of your game. Children's Hospital L.A. From colds to cancer. We got this. The second eye-popping play. Wow. WSS. For all your footwear needs. Proud partner of the Dodgers. Shakey's Pizza. Get more meal for your deal at Shakey's today. And by your SoCal Toyota dealers. We make it easy. Now your host for Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. How do you not love him? Tim Cates. Hi, everybody, and welcome in to Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Hope you are well on this Monday night. Your Los Angeles Dodgers. 68 and 33 on this season. First place all alone atop the NL West. The Dodgers with a 12 game lead in the division after taking three of four in Denver against the Rockies. The Dodgers now continue their road trip with a four game series in the city by the bay, San Francisco. Andrew Heaney. We'll get the start tonight for the Dodgers in the series opener. First pitch from Oracle Park in San Francisco is set for 645. Coming up over the next hour here on Morocco Casino, Dodgers on deck. we got a lot to get to. We're going to hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. We're going to preview tonight's pitching matchup. In 30 minutes, your chance to play the Six Flags most thrilling play of the game contest. David Vassay will check in. He'll also go one-on-one. With Freddie Freeman, that's coming up in about 45 minutes. Shortly, we'll go down on the field and check in with Kirsten Watson. And in just a couple of minutes, we'll visit with Rick Monday and Jose Moda, who will be on the call tonight in the booth. Well, yesterday in Denver, Gonsolin was good, but Altman was out of this world. Tony Gonsolin got the start. The Dodger right-hander went five innings. He gave up three runs on five hits while striking out six along the way. Not bad for Coors Field. The Dodgers offense gave Gonsolin the lead in the third. Cody Bellinger, the leadoff single off Herman Marquez. That brought up a rookie by the name of James Altman. Called up from AAA Oklahoma City. He started this season in Double A Tulsa. And here he is in his first Major League at bat. 25-year-old out of Sacramento State. 1-1 pick. Swings and hits a drive deep to right field. This one headed back to the wall and is gone. A home run. The first Major League at bat for James Outman. He hits a two-run shot to give the Dodgers a 2-0 lead. Oh, how do you like that? James Outman's first Major League home run on his first at-bat. Welcome to the big leagues, James Outman. A two-run shot, his first at-bat in the big leagues with the Dodgers. Dodgers, that home run gave him a 2 nothing lead. The lead, though, didn't last long. The bottom of the third, Tony Gonsolin gave up three runs as the Rockies grabbed a 3-2 lead. In the fourth, though, the Dodgers got some help from the Rockies after walks to Gavin Lux and Max Muncy. Cody Bellinger, a double to right, a miscue by Gearchick. Misplayed the ball, so two runs scored, and the Dodgers were back on top, 4-3. to three. In the sixth, the Dodgers tacked on another run. Max Muncy, a sacks fly. It was the 5-3 Dodgers lead. In the seventh, Dodgers added one more. Freddie Freeman, an RBI double to right. Dodgers' lead was 6-3. to three. Then in the eighth, the dream day continued for James Altman. Already a home run and a base hit. 
Outman this time came up with runners on and two outs. Two and two to James Outman. Here's the pitch. He swings and he drives it into right field. That's going to get down for a hit. It gets past the outfielders and goes to the wall. Lux is in to score. And in with a double is James Outman. A three-hit afternoon in his Major League debut. RBI double for Outman. Dodgers a 7-3 lead. What a day for James Outman. He became the eighth Dodger player in franchise history, the fourth since moving to L.A. to Homer in his first career plate appearance. Caber Ruiz was the last to do it, by the way, in 2020 in Anaheim Stadium. He's the only L.A. Dodger in franchise history with three hits and three RBI in a game, his first in the big leagues. His first player in the big leagues to do this since Joey Gallo did it in 2015 with three hits, including a home run and three ribbies in his debut. Dodgers beat the Rockies in a wild one, 7-3. Outman the big day. Freddie Freeman with three hits. Tony Gonsolin gets the win. Dodgers take three of four in Denver with the best record in the National League. Percentage points ahead of the Yankees for the best overall record. They got a 12-game lead in the division, and the road trip continues now to San Francisco. Andrew Heaney on the mound in the first of four. First pitch, 645. And with more, we head up to Oracle Park as we say hello to Rick Monday and Jose Moda, guys. Thank you very much, Tim. As this road trip continues for the Dodgers, coming off three out of four in the win column against the Colorado Rockies. And now July has come and gone. And what a month it was. The Dodgers were 21 wins, only five losses. That's over an 800 winning percentage. The best July in Major League Baseball since 1900. Rick Monday along with Jose Mota as we get set to go here in San Francisco against the Giants. So a different story with San Francisco as we look at their record, 51 and 51. What is rather surprising, the Giants at this point are only four fewer losses than they had of all of last year. And yet here we are on the 1st of August. Rick, great to see you again. Hey, you know what? It's a different year. A lot of injuries, um, and this team went through a season last season where everything just went right. But for the Giants, and to see the way they have developed so far, it's a matter of combination, lacking combination of guys on the disabled list, some power missing there, but also they thought they got some pieces in the start rotation to get things straightened out. The bullpen has been a disaster since the All-Star break, and it's just not happening for them at this point. As we try and dig into the Dodgers and one of the many, many reasons for the success, I mean, you look at it, they have a 12-game lead over the San Diego Padres for first place in the Western Division. Giants are 17 and a half games out. Dodgers are 28 and 12 in division games against the West. But if you look top to bottom, yes, they've had to put up with a couple of injuries, maybe not the quote-unquote key injuries, but they've got a lot of horses, and they just continue to pull the wagon. They pull the wagon because there's depth, and also the way you evaluate players. You go out there, okay, here's my plan coming out of spring training. What happens first month of the season? Remember, it was a shortened spring training. And, Rick, you have to give credit to the people making decisions and evaluating players to know that you are going to be facing challenges no matter what the names were, but who do you put them out there with? Every time we talk to somebody outside the organization, it's like, yeah, every single season we see this happening, but there's always depth. There's quality depth, which is a very different thing to say. We just have people to fill some holes. The top three guys in the Dodger lineup continue to do all kinds of things. Betts, Trey Turner, and Freddie Freeman. Freeman closes out July hitting at 388. If you look at Trey Turner, he closes out the month of July at 321. Yeah, they set the table, but the other guys are picking up the runs. They are. You have to be able to turn the lineup around. And Gavin Lux, to me, in the bottom third has been the key. Bellinger, a pretty decent series in Colorado. I, I think you like the swing you're seeing now going the opposite field. Hope it stays that way, too. But I think the additions of 
a Trace Thompson has been superb, and obviously uh, Jake Lamb. Forget about the average on Jake Lamb. Look at the at-bats, how much he works pitchers, and his on-base is pretty decent. That's the reason why the offense has been so good. Since too. you mentioned swings, we cannot overlook the swing of James Outman, who made his major league debut yesterday, and boy, did he ever make a debut. The third pitch he ever saw at the major league level hit a home run in his first at-bat. He made the game look easy. He was three for four, also had a single, and knocked in a couple of runs with a double. We both saw him in spring training. Control swing inside the zone. The numbers in AAA and AA told you that he'll take his walks, but he's aggressive in one area. Now, his swing is pretty compact and short to the baseball. In BP, the same swing, Rick, we saw early in camp. He brought it into Colorado, and I'm so glad he stayed under control because that was pretty impressive. And Outman will be in the lineup uh, tonight. He will be in left field. Bellinger's again going to be in the number eight spot. He'll be in center field. So pretty much the same lineup. Jake Lamb will serve as the designated hitter. So the Dodgers in San Francisco, yeah, the Giants are like nothing better to maybe right the ship against the Dodgers. It's going to be Andrew Heaney for the Dodgers. Logan Webb for the San Francisco Giants will come back and uh, talk about and preview the pitching matchup in just a few minutes. Tim? All right, thank you guys. We are off and running here on Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Coming up, we'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. David Vassay will go one-on-one with Freddie Freeman. We'll also get you the latest on the Major League Baseball trade deadline, which is at 3 o'clock Pacific tomorrow. Some moves have already been made today around the National League West. Dave's got more on that coming up. We'll break down this pitching matchup. Your chance to play the Six Flags most thrilling play of the game contest. But up next, we'll go down on the field in San Francisco. Check in with Kirsten Watson as we leech up to first pitch. Dodgers and Giants. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Dodgers on deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. Looking to sell your junk car? Jose Mora here. Pick your party of Southern California's leading car buyer paying top dollar for your vehicle today. Call 800-962-CARS and let Pick Your Part hit a home run for you. It's the Dodgers and Giants on this Monday night, the start of a four-game series from San Francisco. Andrew Heaney, Logan Webb, the pitching matchup. First pitch from Oracle Park, set for 645. This is Kirsten's Corner with Kirsten Watson. Brought to you by Cars for Kids. Now be a great time to clean out your garage and donate that old car to Cars for Kids. See how easy it is by donating online at carsforkids.org or call them at 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. That's Cars with a K. Everybody's still talking about it. Kirsten, what a day yesterday for James Outman, his rookie major league debut. What a day. (laughs) No, it was... It was honestly incredible. All of his teammates, I mean, everyone was just so excited for him. I was talking with Alex about this earlier, and he was just like, you can't, like, write it any more perfectly. This literally was storybook to see him in his first at-bat to hit a home run. I was, I got to talk to his parents yesterday. They were emotional. His fiance, she was literally, like, shaking. And she was just like, this is, I mean, everything that he's worked for. And um, so to see it play out the way that it did, it was a really special day. Uh, James told us that, you know, this was his dream. And he really, he set a goal this year that he wanted to make his major league debut. And he kind of climbed through the ranks of the minors, started the season with double A, went up to triple uh, A with OKC. And um, 
So for him to to have this and to achieve it, it was it was incredibly special and honestly just nice. So I mean, just for us to see it and be a part of it, it's a day that we will truly never forget. Yeah, he was talking about it uh, earlier today on the radio station AM five seventy, and it was talking about going back to San Francisco. He grew up thirty minutes in Redwood City, having all the families you mentioned there at the game tonight. And when he was on the air, he was inside like the tunnel by the clubhouse underneath Oracle Park, and he said, "Yeah, this is kind of cool. It's not like I thought it would be when I was eight years." old and sitting in no, the stands. No, it was his first time. Yeah, and it was his first time down there. Like, he's never actually yeah. been underneath until today. So uh, it, it's incredibly special for him to get the start back out there in left field today. Uh, Dave Roberts said that he knew, obviously, that he's from up here in Northern California. And as much as he <laughs> – he was funny yesterday. We are like, oh, did you grow up, like, cheering for the Giants? And he was like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so we were like, it's okay if you did, don't worry. Yeah. Um, but for him to be back here, it's, it's incredibly special. And yesterday, Alex Vesey in the bullpen was able to get the ball back, and uh, well, I guess he called the shot. Is that right? Yeah, so you might have seen on the video, uh, Alex was actually, like, losing his mind in the bullpen back there and just so excited. And so the guys, when they play a game, and they call uh, at the beginning of the game. They'll kind of, like, call their shots. They think he's going to hit a homer. And, uh, and it's typically, like, you, whoever hits a homer in their first at-bat. Um, and right now, so a few, about a week ago, there was kind of the top three guys were the bullpen coach, Josh Bard, and then it was Evan Phillips and Alex Bessius. They were kind of, like, the top three. And then Josh is still winning at the moment but <laughs> yesterday Alex called he was like I saw James the other day and he's like calm cool and collected and I just felt like you know something good was going to happen with him so he called that shot so that's one the reason why he was freaking out so much he also was just like too you know and he said he was reflecting back to his major league debut and uh it's a day that you truly you never forget and so to see his teammate and his friend um have the day that he did he was just beyond thrilled uh so he got some more points but he got extra points because it was james's debut um so <laughs> he was very excited so he definitely is moving up in the ranks in their game very cool kirsten great stuff we will check in with you after the game tonight still to come here on morongo casino dodgers on deck we'll preview this pitching matchup we'll check in with freddie freeman but up next we'll get you an injury report and we'll hear from dodger manager dave roberts it's the dodgers and giants on this monday night first pitch from san francisco is at 6 45 i'm tim cates this is los angeles dodgers audio network This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. We got a new game. On your home for LA Dodgers baseball. Dodgers and Giants on this Monday night from San Francisco. Andrew Heaney, Logan Webb, the pitching matchup for first pitch set for 645. The LA Dodgers injury report. Brought to you by UCLA Health. The official medical partner of the Los Angeles Dodgers, Justin Turner, still bothered by the stomach injury. Bruce Dark Grattle on the IL, the right shoulder inflammation. Chris Taylor going on a rehab assignment on the IL, the fractured left foot. Daniel Hudson on the IL, done for the year, torn ACL. Walker Bueller looking to come back in September. Eddie Rios working his way back. He's over at Camelback Ranch trying to work his way back from a torn hamstring. Kevin Pillar done for the year. Blake Trine and Tommy Canley. Dustin May, Victor Gonzalez, Danny Duffy all working their way back. More on Blake Trine, by the way, coming up with David Vasse. Let's head back up to San Francisco as we check in with the Dodger skipper. Anything else for Dave? Dave, do you think... Other questions for Dave? Dave, can you just describe... Dave, can you talk about the pressure? In the dugout with Dave Roberts. 
Uh, Dave, we just had the chance to talk to, to Blake. Have you been able to catch up with him? And he mentioned just kind of the plan for this week, whether it's a bullpen or a live at-bats uh, for facing live hitters. How is he continuing to progress in your eyes? He's doing great. Um, the last one last week uh, it, in at Dodger Stadium went well. Uh, the plan is for him to do it uh, on Wednesday, um, another live session. So hopefully, you know, he comes out of that well, and then, you know, we'll see what the next progression is. With James Altman, he's back out there in left field today. Uh, when you make that decision, kind of tell us, take us through making that decision, put him back out there. Well, uh, um, obviously he had a big day yesterday, which was exciting for everyone. Um, so I just figured to get him to, you know, keep that momentum uh, today. He's got a tough, uh, you know, pitcher, obviously, in Webb. Um, but uh, I'll have Trace available. He'll start tomorrow versus Wood and Cobb the next day, and then we'll get uh, James back out there on Thursday. But, you know, what, what a tremendous day, and I just felt I'd ride the momentum a little bit. How special is that going to be for him, screwing up so close to here? It's going to be special. That's another reason I wanted to give him a start here. Um, you know, I know it's going to be emotional. Expect him to kind of manage the emotions. Um, but it's, it's certainly something that uh, he's dreamt about, you know, probably growing up as a Giants fan. But, uh, you know, now he's got the task of trying to beat him tonight. So um, really exciting. Is there going to be some sort of uh, pitch count on Keeney tonight? Um, I think with, with Andrew, it, it's... Yeah, it's kind of 75 to 80, uh, you know, depending on how the stress of a particular inning. Is that kind of where you want to keep him the rest of the year? Like that, that pitch count-ish, 75, 80? I think that's pretty reasonable. Um, just kind of appreciating what he's been through and making sure we keep him healthy and strong and, and recovering. Um, so I wouldn't say it's they're hard numbers to 75 to 80, but I think that kind of more idyllic thinking, that's where I'd want to be. What difference does this feel this year? A year ago, you're neck and neck with those guys looking at the scoreboard every day. Now you're sitting on a nice fat 12-game lead. Well, um, certainly the, the standings are different. Um, I, I thought last year at this time we were playing really good baseball. Um, but we were just in a uh, division race. Um, so I think that one thing for us is, yeah, you got to kind of try to compete within the division as we did last year, but the focus still has just got to be playing good baseball. And um, I don't see why um, the standing should matter, should influ influence that at all. All right, there's Dave Roberts down the dugout, brought to you by Alignment Health. Get the freedom you deserve with Alignment Health Plan's AVA PPO plan. Visit alignmenthealthplan.com. Today, when we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with David Vasse. Get you all the latest on the trade rumors. What's happening out there? The deadline is tomorrow at three o'clock Pacific, and more on Blake Trinan. When he, when is he going to be coming back? We'll find out more with Dave when we come back. It's the Dodgers and Giants. First pitch at six forty-five. I'm Tim Casas, Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Your home for the blue all season long. Dodgers and Giants on this Monday night as the road trip continues. First of four in San Francisco, Andrew Heaney and Logan Webb, the pitching matchup tonight. First pitch set for 645. Joining Tim Cates on Dodgers on Deck. I accept everybody for who they are. This is Dodger Insider. 
David Bassett. All right, David, over the weekend, Luis Castillo gets traded. Today, Frankie Montas is getting traded. Moving and shaking around baseball with the deadline tomorrow at 3 o'clock Pacific. Are the Dodgers in on anything right now in the next 22 hours? Yeah, they're in on a few different things. Uh, the one thing that you can't count them out on is Juan Soto. Uh, I know it's been reported out there that the Dodgers uh, are still involved in the Juan Soto trade talks along with the Padres and Cardinals from what I understand and that's still accurate and Andrew Friedman obviously would be negligent if he didn't stay in on the Juan Soto sweepstakes especially when you're getting a guy that is under team control for two and a half more years that means you'd have Juan Soto in this lineup for three more Octobers the only question is what's the prospect cost and whether or not the Nationals would pivot on their public stance of not wanting to dilute the talent value for Juan Soto by including or not including Patrick Corbin, who has significant years and dollars still left on his contract. The Dodgers have shown in the past they're willing to do something like that. Going all the way back to 2012 in August, they took on the contracts of Josh Beckett, Carl Crawford to be able to bring Adrian Gonzalez in that trade. And then you look at what the Dodgers have done since. Uh, they're not afraid of taking on big contracts in a trade to get the player that they want. Now, outside of Juan Soto, Tim, there's other players the Dodgers have interest in and are talking to teams about. Ian Happ of the Cubs is one of those guys. Brendan Drury of the Reds, one of those guys. And I've mentioned a pitcher's name on Dodger Talk a couple of times over the last couple of weeks, and now the L.A. Times is uh, reporting it as well, that the Dodgers and Marlins have had discussions about right-hander Pablo Lopez of the Marlins, who has two more years of team control. Uh, outside of Lopez, there really isn't much starting pitching available at this time on the trade deadline. Frankie Montas already moved to the Yankees. The Dodgers never were really in on Luis Castillo, who got traded to the Mariners, as you mentioned. So if you're looking at starting pitching, uh, the Marlins make the most sense. They have a lot of starting pitching, but not a lot of offense. Dave, you're with this team. You know what's going on in that clubhouse. Would you expect this team to be looking at the door and hoping a player comes through that door to help them down the stretch? Or is this team comfortable with the lead they have and with the guys they got in that clubhouse or guys that are set to come back to help them out that they can stay pat? Yeah, in the past, I would say players are looking to see that the front office has confidence in them and making a trade to get them over the top. But uh, the players I spoke to seem very comfortable and confident in the group of guys that they have in that clubhouse, especially knowing that Blake Trinan, Dustin May, and possibly Walker Bueller are on their way back, not to mention Chris Taylor on his way back as well. So uh, not so much on this team uh, mm -hmm. when you have the big three of Mookie, Trey Turner, and Freddie Freeman. Nobody's really eyeing the door. I will tell you this, that a few players uh, walking into the stadium today and around batting practice asked me and teased me uh, if I knew who they're trading for. So everybody <laughs> has their ears to the ground as far as the trade rumors between now and 3 o'clock Pacific time. Dave is brought to you by Ford. Now during the Ford Summer Supercharged Sales Event, rev up your summer with great offers on select Ford vehicles. You're never going to bring the fun. You'll supercharge it. Visit your local Southern California Ford dealer to learn more. One of the guys that can help this Dodgers team down the stretch is one of the guys that's hurt and Blake Trinan, Dave. 
Yeah, Blake Trinan earlier this week threw the Chris Taylor at Dodger Stadium. He said Taylor hit a 450-foot bomb off of him, <laughs> but was very polite about it. Uh, and things went well with Trinan and Taylor in that session at Dodger Stadium earlier this week. So good that Blake Trinan is going to throw a simulated game before the Dodgers leave San Francisco. And I've mentioned this before, Tim. The Dodgers have the luxury of a 12-game lead in the division, so they don't have to rush Blake Trinan, Bruce Dargratterall, Dustin May back from their injuries. They have the time to be able to ease these guys back in. And I asked Trinan earlier today about that. Does the lead in the division, does that kind of ease the burden on you and Jonathan, and has the team communicated that maybe the timeline is... Uh, a little different because the urgency of getting you back is not as great with a 12-game lead. I think regardless of a divisional lead, it's about this organization is about player health, and you know if I can't give them my best, it's not, I'm not in a position to, to come back. So um, you know, the biggest thing is to make sure I'm healthy and I'm, I'm ready to move forward. Uh, and if that's to you know pitch a bunch of meaningful games here over the next month. Um, and that's great. If not, and it's to be ready for the playoffs, then even better. You know, like it, it's fine to me. Like whatever whatever direction my you know, my progress takes me is what we'll roll with. It's it's hard to get caught up on like exact dates and deadlines because you set yourself up for failure and disappointment. Whenever Trinan comes back, Tim, Dave Roberts has said he's not going to use him the same way. You obviously have to be cautious with him coming off a shoulder injury, but they don't believe that when they do activate him, there'll be too many restrictions. All right, Dave, great stuff as always. We'll check back with you in just a couple minutes. Looking forward to your conversation with Freddie Freeman coming up in 15 minutes. Dodger fans, I need three contestants. Who wants to win season passes to Six Flags Magic Mountain? 866-987-2570. It's the Six Flags Thrilling Play of the Game Contest. You predict the player in the inning, the most thrilling play will happen. And if you're correct, you're going to win season passes to Six Flags Magic Mountain. Leading up to Dodgers and Giants, first pitch at 645. I'm Tim Cates, this Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Giants on this Monday night. First of four from San Francisco, Andrew Heaney, Logan Webb, the pitching matchup. First pitch set for 645. Woo the thrilling play of the game is brought to you by Six Flags Magic Mountain, where Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world and the record 20th coaster, is now open. Rise above all else at the thrill capital of the world. All right, our three contestants are ready to go. You tell me the player in the inning, the most thrilling play will happen. Sydney is first up. Sydney, start us off. What's your guess? Uh, let's go with Trey Turner in the third. Trey Turner in the third inning. All right, good luck to you, Sydney. Jeff is our next contestant. Welcome, Jeff. What's your guess? Oh, shoot. I was going to pick that. Um, I'll take Bellinger in the third. Cody Bellinger in the third inning. All right, good luck to you, Jeff. Our third and final contestant hey. is Diego. Diego, welcome. What's your guess? Freddie Freeman in the fourth. Freddie Freeman in the fourth inning. All right. Good luck to you, Diego. Good luck to Jeff and Sydney, our three contestants in the Six Flags. Thrilling play of the game contest. Remember, conquer the new Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world. Rise above all else. Six Flags, Magic Mountain. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with Rick Monday as we lead you up to first pitch. Dodgers and Giants. First pitch at 645. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Dodgers on Deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. 
It's the Dodgers and Giants on this Monday night as the road trip continues in San Francisco. Andrew Heaney and Logan Webb, the pitching matchup. First pitch coming up at 645. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Shakey's, home of the original pizza, chicken, and mojos. The triple play of flavor on game night. Feed the group for about 10 bucks a person only at Shakey's. Still to come, we'll get you the keys to the game. We'll hear from Freddie Freeman. But first... And now, joined by David Massey, here's L.A. Dodgers broadcaster and World Series champion Dodger, Rick Monday. Rick Monday and I reunited by the Bay, Rick. Great to see you in person. Hey, welcome back. Nice to see you. <laughs> you were holding down the fort in the studio uh, as the Dodgers were in Colorado, winning three out of the four there, so they move on. What a month of July, huh? Not, yeah. Not too bad. Uh, the Dodgers, uh, I mean, they just talk about knocking the ball out of the ballpark. I mean, 21-5. and five, an 808 winning percentage. I mean, uh, you start to look at it, uh, and then they start to go to the record books and see it. We'll talk more about that during the ball game. But um, a club that is an interesting team, no question about it. A couple of guys now beginning to rehab, including Chris Taylor. And uh, you've got some news on some people that you saw here today kind of working out as well. Yeah, Blake Trinan is very encouraged by what he's been able to do at Dodger Stadium in here. So uh, we'll hear from Blake a little bit later. But uh, I wanted to ask you about James Outman. He's back in the starting lineup again today, Rick. How he can really he keep made, him out? Yeah, I know, right? He made a <laughs> was great that first a, Was that a great story or what? You know, in all the things that happened, and uh, you, know, you, you dream about it, and he talked about that himself. He says, you know, I dreamed about this since I was a kid and T-ball and being able to do it, and his family is there, and he knew ahead of time he was going to start in yesterday's ball game, so he had advance warning to get ready physically and mentally. I think it helped him also to be on the bench watching what was unfolding during the game on Saturday, kind of getting a, a little bit of a of an idea said hey look okay this is the major leagues things happen a little bit a little bit more rapidly at this level than maybe what he has seen in the past it's it's an amazing story it goes from double a to triple a to the big leagues and then by the way he gets into the record books by hitting a home run his very first at bat only the third pitch he ever saw at the major league level that wasn't the end of it he winds up getting a, a couple of more base hits he gets an rbi double he gets a single on top of on a fastball and it was interesting that uh, I, I thought, first of all, for Alex Vesia, who was able to retrieve the home run ball, to see Vesia basically celebrating. He was jumping up and down like he won the lottery, and it was the baseball for a, a teammate of his. That was kind of refreshing to see. And I, I also love the, uh, the fact that Outman said after the ball game that maybe after hitting the home run, he came up the second time and he struck out. He said that allowed him to kind of uh, get the adrenaline level down to where it should be uh, to go ahead and, uh, and and go into Major League Baseball. But but what a day. It was a magical moment. And this Dodger ball club, David, as, as we continue to see, I mean, they just continue to roll along, score some runs. Yes, it was against the Colorado Rockies, who had, uh, you know, they were 22 games out of first place yesterday. Now they're 23 out of first place behind the Dodgers. But nonetheless, the Dodgers performed when they needed to. No doubt. And now they're in San Francisco against a team, Rick, that doesn't catch the baseball really well. They're one of the worst defensive teams in baseball. Yeah, but the guy throwing tonight has thrown the baseball very well. Uh, inconsistent in the hitting. We talk about the Dodgers' uh, injuries. Yes, they've had injuries. Every team does. But for the Giants, I mean, they've, they've been kind of decimated with some injuries. They lose their shortstop, Brandon Crawford. Brandon Belt is, uh, is also uh, out. 
Uh, they, they lose a lot of strength, there's no question about that, but uh, nobody's really feeling far, sorry for them. In fact, Dwayne McDonald, our producer engineer, came up with this number. The Giants come on, they're 51-51. and 51. Okay, they're a 500 team, right? The 51 losses, that's only four fewer losses than they had the entire season last year. That was a magical ride for Gabe Kapler and the Giants last year. Certainly a very different uh, turn of events as far as their defense goes. Tonight's Dodger game plan is sponsored by California Community Colleges. Create your game plan for life with a college education. Enroll today at ICanGoToCollege.com. Rick, Dave Roberts wasn't too happy with me. He saw me... Uh, Reconnecting with Alex Wood, tomorrow night's starter. He did not like uh, me going over to the Giants' side today. Well, uh, that's one of the things that happened. Imagine what he would have uh, thought if, uh, <laughs> if he had also seen you go over and, and, and talk to John Peterson <laughs> at the same time. I don't think he would have liked that well, let one. Let me tell you something. With all the fraternizing that takes place on the field, he's going to get mad at you. I mean, he can't get mad at you. It looks like you. I mean, you're ready for this game. You came up with a new shirt, did you not? Well, wearing this, a new shirt? This one's in the back of the closet, Rick. I thought oh. I'd break it out for you. Okay, well. It's, it's a new image for Dave, uh, for David <laughs> Vasse. And, uh, you know, if the skipper is mad at you for talking to somebody else, well, you know, that's that's kind of his problem. Um, Alex Wood is always in my heart. Well, there's, 2020 there's champion. so much talking that goes on uh, on the field. You know, there used to be a fine for fraternizing with the other team, uh, not only once the gates open, but even before the gates open. It was $50 to begin with. Then I went, it, it went to $100. If it were $100 today, there would be guys that would be behind uh, by a few thousand dollars before the first pitch is even made. No fine, and I think Dave Roberts approves of you and me talking. Well, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> you, you'll probably get a bonus for putting up with me. No doubt. You put up with me too much. Great to see you again, Rick. Hey, nice shirt. Thanks a lot. We'll send it back to you, Tim. All right, thank you guys. Still to come here on Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. We'll get you a preview of tonight's pitching matchup. Rick and Jose will have the keys to the game. But up next, go high and tight with Freddie Freeman. It's the Dodgers and Giants from San Francisco. First pitch set for 645. I'm Tim Casas, Los Angeles Dodgers. Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for LA Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Giants. Andrew Heaney, Logan Webb, the pitching matchup on this Monday night. First pitch coming up at 645. Still to come, Rick and Jose will get you the keys to the game. We'll dive deeper into tonight's pitching matchup. But first, David Vasse. And now, what will likely be Vasse fielding insults from a Dodger player. It's an engagement of endearment. This is high and tight. The Dodgers are in San Francisco after a successful trip to Denver, and I'm joined right now by a man that has more hits than anybody else in Major League Baseball. That is one of the good guys, and that's Freddie Freeman. Thanks a lot for the time. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I know as athletes you always have to find competition within the competition, so how much competition is there between you and Trey Turner? Uh, there's not competition yeah. to see who's going to win. We just both want to play every single day, and yeah. then if we play every day I think our hits will be up there. But um, I think we both know we're one and two, but I think we both just want to get um, – we both never had 200 hits before. So I got a little bit harder being in the three-hole. And um, if, you hit, if you're in the three-hole and you get 200 hits, that means you're hitting like 330, 340 over the course of a season. So uh, I, it's a little bit tougher task for me, but I think that's a, a goal. But the only goal 
really is to win every game. And if we play in every game then we'll, and stay healthy, I think the numbers will be there at the end. Freddie, what is that between you and Trey Turner or what you both have in common starting every single one of the Dodger games so far this season? Yeah, we take a lot of pride in that. Um, I've taken That's kind of been my goal since I got to the big leagues was to play 162 mm. games. Um, I've done it multiple times. Um, it's because if you can just take pressure off of your manager as in Doc can just pencil in multiple guys in every single day, that just helps out the team, helps out the lineup. He doesn't have to worry about certain guys and just goes out there and we're able to compete. And we take a lot of pride in being out there every single day. Um, it's hard to do. It's hard to do in this game where they try to manage your workload and stuff. But I've always had it in my mind that I have a job to do. The job is to play a baseball game and I'm going to do it every day. Freddie, that says a lot in this day and age of load management in yeah. sports that you guys take a lot of pride in starting every game. Yeah, I think um, it's like you showing up today and not doing <laughs> anything. You know, I just my job is to play baseball. If there's a baseball game, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. I take a lot of pride in getting myself ready to be able to play every single day, and so does Trey. So um, I think it's you can have five tools in this game, but if you don't have that sixth tool, then what's the point of the first five tools? So um, I, I really, truly believe being in there every single day just helps make the team better. Freddie Freeman is our guest in front of first pitch between the Dodgers and Giants. I have mentioned that you, Mookie, and Trey are the big three in baseball and for this Dodger team. How much fun is it to come to the ballpark these days with you guys having the best record in baseball and seemingly continuing to roll? Yeah, it's definitely nice when you know you have a real good chance to win every single night. Um, and then you have the, the clubhouse we have, the guys, the coaching staff, the front office. Everyone's pulling on the same rope and that's what makes it such a joy to be able to come to the yard every single day um when you can just go in and know you're having a bunch of guys that are going to compete and do everything they can to win a ball game every single night that's what makes it fun and then obviously we're winning a lot of those ball games (laughs) too so uh it's been such a good start first 100 101 games it's been a great start to my Dodgers career I love every second of it so I'm looking forward to it and it seems like organically a friendship has happened between you and Mookie and now you and Trey how has that all uh, evolved I think that's just what what happens when you when you're in the trenches with guys you're going through it you're grinding day in day out um we all have families we all have kids so you get to know their families and their kids their wives our wives become friends and then friendships just happen i've obviously played against mookie and trey for a long time um and now we're that we're teammates you just get to see how good of people they really are and you just you just welcome friendships and more friendships that's the beauty of this game you get to just we're going to be teammates we're going to be but we're going to be friends longer than we are teammates sometimes and in this game together so um, it's just been such a blessing to be able to be around such wonderful people and to, to build friendships together. Is there something that you appreciate about Mookie's game more now that you're teammates and you see him play every day, you're in the same lineup together every day, that maybe you didn't know since he was in the American League for so many years? Yeah, I think, um, you know, obviously I knew the hitter he was, um, but the, what he does on defense, uh, it's, it's cutting balls off in gaps because 90 feet in this game is such a big thing that people don't realize that if you can cut a ball off and hold a guy to a single instead of a double throwing a guy out at second base um he creates runners batter runners not to be able to go for that 90 feet and that's what i've learned so much is you knew he had five tools because people talk about his five tools but then you get to see in person his five tools and 
Um, it, he is one of the generational talents that we get to watch every single day. I'm just a fan of baseball, so I was always a fan of Mookie Betts, and now I get to be his teammate for a long time, which is which is special. So um, what he does on and off the field, um, how he impacts the game, not just hitting and what he does on base running, defense, it is um, fun to watch every single day. I know we all assume that he's the fastest runner out there, has the strongest arm out there, but that's not the case, right? Uh, I, I mean, obviously, I think Trey's faster. <laughs> I think <laughs> yeah. Trey's faster than everybody. But it's just, I've never seen him take a bad route in outfield. Yeah. Um, it's those are the little instincts that people are born with, and he's born with it. And um, he's put it all together, and he's just one of the best baseball players in the game right now. Freddie, I got to be honest with you. I know the Dodgers have played against you. We've seen you play, but the base running of Freddie Freeman is a part of your game that I don't think we appreciate it until you see it every day. I appreciate that. I do take a lot of pride, and I call it running the pillows. Um, <laughs> you know, that. obviously, I'm not the fastest guy, but um, first to third, like I told you earlier, 90 feet is huge in this yeah. game. So I know I'm not the fastest guy, but I try to take pride in getting the best reads. It also helps that I play the infield so I can see balls and how they go over people's heads um i do try to push the limits on the bases because one day i'm not gonna be able to run as fast as i i do now so um you know i try and pick spots to steal bases um you know it's just just try to be a smart aggressive base runner and you know in this game you try and be the best you can in all aspects of the game and obviously running the bases is a big one for me and i try and do that to the best of my abilities do you feel like you're still taking people by surprise opposing players by surprise oh i think people don't realize that i do try and steal bases and and stuff like that i think everyone i when i got here doc when we talked in spring training he said how they love how i run the bases and stuff like that. i don't think the dodgers miss on certain things they always do their reports and they they know what they're talking about i think just some of the guys didn't realize that i will steal as many bases as i do it's just uh, i try and i do everything i possibly can to help the team win and you know if, uh, if a guy's one five one five five to home plate i gotta go it's just and you try and pick the right spots pick the right situations to help the team get an extra run before I let you go, when the Dodgers return home, it's Freddie Freeman bobblehead night at Dodger Stadium <laughs> on the 10th. Yeah. We all seen your commercial there, Freddie. It makes me re- reminds me of when Penny Hardaway had Little Penny in those commercials. <laughs> yeah, I, I had fun doing it. Uh, I've never done a commercial for a bobblehead before, so that was pretty fun. I'm um, looking forward to it. Um, I think Charlie's more looking forward to it because... The last few bobbleheads, they always bring out their family. The, the guys yeah. had their family's first pitches. They get to say, say it's time for Dodger baseball. I think Charlie's more excited than I am. <laughs> so Charlie's warming up already? Uh, he's ready to go. He can't wait to do it. <laughs> awesome. Freddie, thanks a lot for the time. Continued success and continued health the rest of the way. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate it. There he is, the man, Freddie Freeman. All right, thank you, David. Thank you, Freddie. Leading up to first pitch on this Monday night, Dodgers and Giants in San Francisco, the first of four. Coming up next, we'll dive deeper into tonight's pitching matchup as you get ready for first pitch. I'm Tim Cates, this is Los Angeles Dodgers. Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for the blue all season long. It's the Dodgers and Giants on this Monday night, the first of four from San Francisco. First pitch coming up at 645. And now, 
Before the Dodgers hit the diamond, we look at the pitching matchup. Presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers, new vehicles like sleek new Camrys are arriving daily at your Toyota dealer. To see all offers or find a dealer near you, visit toyota.com. They make it easy. Andrew Heaney on the mound, 1-0 with a sub-1 ERA. The 31-year-old left-hander has battled through a few different stints on the injured list this year. Shoulder inflammation both times, making just his fifth start here in 2022. Last time out, four shutout innings. He was sharp. He gave it just one hit while striking out four in a no decision against the Washington Nationals. He's facing San Francisco for the first time since 2021. He's one and two in three starts with a 702 ERA and a 144 whip. He struck out 23 batters and walked three in 16 and two-third innings in his career against the Giants. He'll be a second time pitching at Oracle Park. The other time, June 1st of last year. Logan Webb gets to start for the Giants, 9-4 and four with the 291 ERA. The 25-year-old right-hander in his fourth season in the big leagues already, making his 22nd start of the season. Last time out, six and a third innings, four runs, seven hits, five strikeouts, and a loss to the Diamondbacks. Over Webb's last nine starts, he's posted a 185 ERA with 49 punchouts. He's pitched really well. Opposing hitters during the last nine starts, hitting just 218 off him. 58% ground ball outs. That's second in all of the major leagues. Pretty good. And facing the Dodgers for the eighth time in his career, second time this season. He's 1-2 at the 328 ERA in seven starts, holding Dodger hitters to a 219 average and 30 strikeouts. Webb's last three starts at home versus the Dodgers going back to 2021, including the postseason. He's 2-1 and one with a sub-1 ERA. So it's Logan Webb and Andrew Heaney. Dodgers, Giants. Game 1-4 of four from San Francisco. We're 15 minutes away from first pitch. Keys to the game are next. I'm Tim Case, it's Los Angeles Dodgers. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Giants on this Monday night. Andrew Heaney, Logan Webb, the pitching matchup. First pitch from San Francisco is coming up at 645. Dodgers fans, when you need the very best care for your child, go to Children's Hospital Los Angeles. Rank number one in California for pediatric care. Find the right doctor at chla.org. Before first pitch, we head back out to the the booth for a final check-in with Rick and Jose. Guys. Thank you, Tim, as we're just minutes away from the first pitch of uh, game one of this four-game series. Four in Denver, taking three out of four, and now four here in San Francisco. Andrew Heaney starting for the Dodgers. His second start since coming off the injured list for the second time tonight. And then uh, Logan Webb, who if you look at Logan Webb over recent starts, he has been right on the money, a low ERA, trying to win his 10th game of the season. Let's talk about Andrew Heaney when he has been right he has really been right. It has been about throwing strikes, and it's been about a combination. Now, only two pitches. That's a fastball. It will elevate later in count. He'll get ahead with it. But also that slider has been DPs that really separated his season. Andrew Heaney found that grip, as we know very well now. The day before the season, he has not gotten away from that. And he believes, understands that even when it's not the perfect slider, it still has enough bite to go out there and fool some guys. And the number that has really impressed me as well is that once he's had runners in scoring position, they're just one hit in 16 at bats. The combination of pitching effectively in every quadrant. Now, when we talk slider, a put-away pitch, Rick, we cannot dismiss the fastball. The fastball has been only at a clipper three for 35 because he now he's not trying to just overpower and get guys to swing at it early in counts. He'll save it, knows when to elevate, but at 93, 94, to a lot of guys, it looks 96, 97. I just have to figure out Logan Webb. The last nine starts, he has an earned run average of under two. He throws strikes. You have to go out there and allow him to 
just set a tone and make him elevate. But we know very well. He walked four Dodgers last time he faced them, and he still got out of trouble. James Outman, how do you think he'll swing in his first at-bat tonight? Let it fly, man. Just <laughs> let, let it fly. fly. <laughs> he said his uh, his swing was a little, well, a little weird as he started this season. It has been anything but weird at the major league level. Opening game of this four-game series just minutes away. Dodgers with Andrew Haney and with the Giants, Logan Webb. We'll be back first pitch a little bit more. Tim? All right, thank you, guys. Dodgers loading up on left-handers. Freddie Freeman, Jake Lamb, Gavin Lux, Max Muncy, Cody Bellinger, and James Outman in the lineup, batting ninth and playing left field for the Dodgers tonight. Andrew Heaney, Logan Webb, the pitching matchup. First of four from San Francisco. Dodgers start the night with a commanding 12-game lead of the division. Padres taking on the Rockies later as well. First pitch with Rick and Jose when we come back. I'm Tim Cates. It's been Morocco Casino. Dodgers on deck on the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. Enjoy the game, everybody.